Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded funny in my head. David's reaction made it made it what it was. Treat, 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 one. Hey! I could have went longer, but come on. Let's not waste time. We only have 20 minutes. This is The Casual Fan. My name is Cheza. GMTM. And, you know, we're here to talk about our wrestling. Movies. And other random shit. Excuse me? Nope. No. You are not going to be the daily show. You are not going to be the nanny to our Muppet babies. You are assholes. I don't have to take this. I'm going to room. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, we're going to start off, you know, with the wrestling shit. Uh, Nothing, well, can't say nothing really big happened. Raw reunion. Yeah, the Raw reunion happened. Which is saw a lot of big faces, a lot of big names. Um, it was cool. Yeah, it was, it was all right. Decent. It was all right. It wasn't something like I could have went without it and felt no way. Yeah, it's it's kind of to me it's losing its luster every year when they do it. Pretty much because you're seeing. Well, it's not every. I feel. I think it, it feels, feels like, like every, every year, year now because they did the Raw 1000. But that CM Punk was still there. Raw 1000. No, but I feel like they did another one more recently. Did they do a SmackDown one? It was like a 20-year. It was like a... Uh, was there a SmackDown one? 20 fit, 20, Raw 25. Yeah, Raw 25. Yeah, 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 yeah. Raw 25. And then now this one. And they might do one for SmackDown. Yeah, it's... It's like their new gimmick that they just like... They're bringing back the same people all the time. So over it's like... Over and over. It's not... To me, it's not fun to see DX reunite. Every time they do these things, and DX just looks older and older, older every and time. Older. He, like I saw Xbox, and, and I was to be like, the toughest, toughest ones. Like they rolled up on the on the OC now, not the club. They rolled up on the OC, and they're like, "What does the OC stand for?" Because I'm looking at the, the only club, the original oh, club, okay. the official club. Okay. So yeah, um, but yeah, I saw them come out, and I'm looking at one person. I'm like, "Who's that?" And it was Xbox. I was yeah. like, uh. "I think I didn't." Was Xbox on 25 or on 25? That was when they did Madison Square yeah, Garden. Yeah, but they right? did. But that's the thing. They did the same thing with the club last time. Yeah, they did the whole. Everybody goes like this in and, the middle. Too sweet yourselves. Yeah, it's just, uh, the one cool part about that was when AJ when they came on. AJ's like, "Yo, we're like you guys. Like we too sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost like they're the kids to them. You know? Yeah, but it's like last. But time, they chose the wrong side to me. It's la- like if they're gonna come out, it should be to put them over. Like, yeah, too sweet. You guys, boom. Yeah, get them. You know, it shouldn't have been like, oh, let's go behind Seth. But the whole thing was supposed to be Ricochet, not Seth. But Ricochet has something with his elbow. He okay. couldn't go. Okay. So the rub was supposed to be to Ricochet. Like to Seth, if we kind of like, we've seen the whole Seth and Triple H DX thing. So yeah. with Ricochet, it will kind of look cool mm-hmm. that they're really just putting the little kid on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't, uh, didn't do it for me. Just because they did it last time and it, that one felt a little bit more natural. This one kind of, eh. Right. Anything else stick out? 24-7. Yes. That was the funniest thing because everybody won it. Like, everybody. Let me see you were not happy about Do it off memory. So, <laughs> the first one to get it, Drake Maverick. 
Yes. He got it from R Truth. <clears throat> yeah. And from Drake Maverick. Pat Patterson got it from him. Mm-hmm. Then Joe Briscoe. Briscoe got it off screen from Pat Patterson because Pat Patterson te- was technically wasn't medically cleared to do anything. So they couldn't show him pinning somebody or being pinned. Oh, okay. So that's why he only put the foot on Maverick. Yes. And then Gerald Briscoe lost it to Kelly Kelly, who becomes the first woman to do it, which I'm kind of upset about because it should have been Carmella. Speak they should have held it. that on. Like, Carmella's here putting this over with R-Truth. Yeah. And then they just give it to Kelly Kelly because she's there. Yeah. And then from Kelly Kelly, it goes to Candace Michelle. I think yes. it's Candace Michelle. And it was... It was... <laughs> It was kind of a cringeworthy submission. Yeah. Because at first it looked like the ref didn't know that it was happening, and then she's like, "Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah she's yeah. tapping, she's tapping." Exactly. And then you see their hand go like, kind of like this. Yeah. And like, oh, okay, maybe that was the call. Like she was like, "She's tapping." She's like, "Oh and, shit, my bad." And the funny thing is, I had it on mute, and I was like, "Who is that again?" Me too. I was looking. I'm like, "Who is that?" I don't get who that is. I think she might have had. Maybe it's just me. It could be my memory, but maybe she had some facial. Oh, okay. Thing. I don't know, but I couldn't recognize her at first. I had it on mute, and then um, um, Alundra Blaze. Yeah, it went from her to Alundra Blaze. Then Alundra Blaze went to go. Th- and when I saw it, I was as like, soon as she won it, I had a feeling. I was like, "No, they're gonna do this again." And it's just. Uh, and to me, I'm like, if they would have let her put it in there, would have buried the title. So I was like, are they just doing away with this title now? Like, is no, this I thought they were getting rid of it. I thought they were gonna do that and then start over, like reset it. Mm. Um, but they didn't. And I liked that the, the fact that they had the million dollar man come out and buy the title. Yeah. You know, bought um, the title as usual. I, I would. Uh, there was a moment that it looked like he couldn't find his money. Yeah, yeah. It took him <laughs> it took and I was like. Tell me Vince didn't put no money in the pocket. He t- it said, took please. A, it, then he took it out and he was like, yeah, 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 here it is. It, it took like, a minute oh, okay. for for him to find it, um, but he did. And then uh, he went into the limo and then Drake Maverick uh, went to the limo. No one in the limo. One in again. Comes out. Our truth is there. Well, Drake Maverick's wife, Renee Michelle, yeah. who's bad. A married man. She's bad. But. She is. Our truth comes out, pins Drake Maverick. And then they jump in the limo and. Takes off. Gone. With his wife. So, my whole assumption is he's going to consummate before Drake Maverick does. Because mm, he's you know, a champion. That's what I'm saying. He's a champion. And she, she was waiting for a champion. He jumped in that limo too. You like. Our <laughs> truth is so over the top with everything. He's dope. He's the perfect person. I feel like they created the belt for him. Possibly. Vince really loves him. Yeah, because, I mean, you gotta... He's not somebody that you want to reinvent the character. You don't see the character so much that you have to do a reset on him. They kind of reset him here and there. Yeah, but not not like huge Not in major ways, because he's still doing things that he was doing when little Jimmy was around. Yeah. So he's not really... It's like a they new, give him new, new things. Like they, yeah. little Jimmy went from little Jimmy to, I think it was just him regular. Then Carmella, and then him just like always misinformation. Yeah. So he'd run up in a match like, oh, yeah, I want, I want on this belt. It's the women's belt. Our truth. What? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. So he always did those crazy stuff. They're kind of just adding to his character. I think with when it comes to Vince, Vince just loves him because no matter what Vince says, go ahead and do it. He'll do it. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. 
He's the right one. Yeah, like you said, he's the right one for that. I feel like it's it's a vehicle for him to yeah. constantly just add to his character, and it's good. It's good. He's a good worker. I kind of don't even want to see Carmelo win it anymore. Kind of X Kelly Kelly like Kelly Kelly. I didn't watch that generation. Like that was the time I didn't watch. So Kelly Kelly Kelly, Kelly was Candace Michelle. I will I say like, this: no. Kelly Kelly, even though she she started out not really knowing how to wrestle, she got better. Okay, so she, she got better a lot along would the way. Would you say got better like a sable? Or got better like a Trish Stratus. Oh, Trish Stratus, definitely. Okay. Not to that level, but but yeah. like she was. Oh yeah. Possible, like she wasn't no Eva Marie. Yeah, no, no. I'm just ODing, right? I'm just not at all. <laughs> I'm just listing out names of bad women wrestlers. No, because there was a time where it was just like, there was a time when. The wasn't women... Kelly Kelly? Sorry, Kelly Kelly, kind of like an Eva Marie, like the model turn wrestler type thing. Kind of, but she was more, she was the, like, bubbly face type, okay. you know? She wasn't, like, a evil, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. a heel, but she was, like, she was kind of like a cheerleader, almost. Okay. Um, she was but, like the spirit squad, though. <laughs> she, <laughs> there, was, there was a time when there was divas, and then it was women wrestlers who weren't wrestling very well, and then... They got some real wrestlers who could wrestle, and then you have what we have now, which is more of the, you know, women just kind of headlining and taking yeah. over type of thing. So, but there was a transition period, and Kelly Kelly did definitely work on um, being better. Okay. But she wasn't she wasn't great, but she was good, and yeah. she was a fan favorite. She was somebody you would cheer for. So, actually, I need to remind me now we're speaking about the women. Um, so after the whole. The whole show. Did you see the back and forth with Alundra, ba- Alundra Blaze and um, Lacey Evans? I did not. So, they're going back and forth. Lacey was just kind of like, um, she goes, Legends equals, equals yesterday's nasties. You know, character stuff. Okay. So, Blaze comes in and she's like, you'd be lucky to be considered a legend. You failed in the military. You live in a portable trailer. Drag your kid and husband around. Your hubby looked at me, gave me a compliment and said, honey, maybe you could be more like a Lundra. You're yesterday regurgitated garbage. I was like, yo. To me, I was like, yo, why'd she go so far? Like, right away. Like, it's an in-character thing, right? So, she said, Casey's like, all right, so shooting the real shots. I must have got under your wrinkly skin. Bless her heart. I'm typing this eight years honorably discharged from serving our country while in said trailer, overlooking lots of land and money in the bank. As far as my family goes, hubby gets it every night and baby is happy. Then she continues. She wouldn't be able to... Or, and someone said, I wouldn't mind seeing you and Alundra or Medusa having a brief stare down. She's like, she wouldn't be able to handle it, just like she couldn't handle holding the 24-7 title. So, in a way, she's still trying to keep it... Professional. So then... Alundra Blaze, I don't know. I totally understood. Think she mistook what she said, or the burn was like so hard to her. She was just like, "What the fuck?" So she's like, "What the hell are you talking?" Ted DiBiase never pinned me for the title. He handed me over some cash, and I gave them the title. Men get distracted easy by shiny new things, like your husband did when I walked by. When you're done acting your shoe size rather than your age, contact me. And I found that funny, because I'm like, "You're the one who started with the personal shit." She was WWE doing WWE shit. As you should know, because you're a wrestler. So, uh, is this a work? Is Medusa... So then, um, Medusa put up the picture. 
Too bad there's nothing to set that pretty little hat on but a hot air balloon. And those are fake-ass pearls. Jeez, be careful. I know who your seamstress is. You may find a bottle of Nair sprayed in the top of your next bale of a hay hat you wear. She's going in. So Lacey's like, okay, one, <laughs> my stream stress tagged her. <laughs> I've trained five years military police SWAT while you were busy flipping and flopping in the ring trying to be somebody. Trust me when I tell you, your dropkicks and promos will only get you so far when threatening me. And she's like, I never watched wrestling. Don't care what you've accomplished. Barry know who you are, but I've got two words for you. <laughs> yeah, I said, I'm, yeah. I'm going to... Wait, wait, so, there's more? If people don't see right now, Lacey Evans put up a picture of herself grabbing her crotch yeah. from the military, sticking her tongue out, and right above her hand where it's grabbing her crotch says Alundra Blaze. And then uh, Alundra Blaze says... When their comebacks have nothing else relevant to say, the weak collapse and start making disgusting extracurricular sexual remarks. Definitely act in your shoe size now. I know your talent is strong and beautiful, but don't ever care. And don't ever cave in and revert to dirt like this. Then Lacey, you just I love pissing off legends, especially Hall of Famers. I didn't know existed until I got signed. Good night, you nasties. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give that one to Lacey. Straight. I think Alundra like backpedaled. Like as soon as like Lacey really got the This is this is gonna look really bad if they don't have like a contract for Alundra Blaze and they're doing some sort of Oh uh, like a work or yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if, like if this isn't angle. a work, this is gonna look bad for Alundra Blaze. Me yeah. personally. She just I feel Alundra Blaze got super sensitive about it. Super sensitive for no she reason. She did. I hope this is a work. But yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, that's big. Because like, Alundra Blaze does look like she can still go. Yeah, she does. She, look, she looks like she can, if she wanted to get back in the ring, she could and do truthfully, it. I'm not even sure if Lacey was on the show, on the reunion. Yeah. But in the end, they do that. Maybe yeah, Alundra, yeah. because she's older and she didn't have to do with, deal with wrestling and Twitter. She doesn't realize that that's after how... everything they do... They do this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They comment. They comment in character. You Jeez. just got to stay in your character. Like, should I go and talk about your husband and your... Like, she was just, like, weird. Yeah, it was... She, she, was went, like, to, she went from zero to 60 real and quick. She didn't even, like, tag Alundra Blaze. Like... Yeah. She just said, you nasties. Like, that's her thing, you nasties. Like, that's... I, I, I hope this is a work. For Alundra Blaze's sake, I hope this is a work. But, yeah... So, yeah, so when we were talking about women, I'm like, yeah, that just popped up in my head. That shit was kind of crazy. All that I found on Wrestling Inc. before we get in trouble for not giving people their credit. Have we? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Um, um, also, the Raw reunion and SmackDown. SmackDown was all right, too. It was decent. SmackDown was cool. I liked uh, Apollo and Shinsuke. Yes. It was a good match. They made, they made Apollo look good. I hope they continue to make him look good and have something concrete for him going forward. Yeah. Especially definitely. with um, uh, SummerSlam coming up. Hopefully they have something for him. Even if it's a pre-show. That might actually be the matchup for for SummerSlam. Because yeah. if you look at the way they were building, it was supposed to be Ali and Shinsuke or something like that. But Ali's now talking about he wants the WWE title. So he wants the belt back. Like, the main, he wants that chance again. Okay. So he'd be going for Kofi. So Kofi would be him and Randy Orton, SummerSlam, and then I guess Ali would go after that. Mm-hmm. So... I'm assuming Apollo and Shinsuke, the way that one ended, and the way he had, they said he had to knock him, he had to knock him down with what three, three Kinshasas, he knocked, he gave him two Kinshasas in the ring, and then a Kinshasa at the end. Yeah, yeah. So he true. really had to beat Apollo down, you know. So yeah. Apollo must want his revenge. So 
We'll see if it just comes like a SmackDown feud. Apollo's Creed. <laughs> but yeah. Let's get into the shits, man. But yeah. Based off of the reunion and SmackDown, the greatest part of both. Let's get into the shit. Bray Wyatt. So, on the reunion, Mick Foley, which everybody's big enough because he's the only legend who actually put over a current star. And boy, did he ever. Took the mandible claw, his own move, from Bray Wyatt as the fiend. I like the extra... Um, and, and you know what? I saw the, the clip with um, Bray and um, Finn again. Mm. And I noticed the sounds in the background. I didn't recognize them at the first. I wasn't. I Did don't you know notice if I was it in the Mick Foley part? Yes, it sounded so much louder. Mm. I guess. Did you see? Um, well, how did you feel with the lights? They did it again. They did it the first time with um, with Finn. They kind of blocked it. It, mm. it was kind of like blocks of light went yeah. out at All separate out. times. Um, yeah, they just great, man. I like I like the fact that they had the lighting while. Lighting's flickering while he's giving them the mandible claw. Yeah. And, it's and he actually did the mandible claw with all the lights on. It wasn't like um, when he first hit Bray with the Abigail, it was still dark with yeah. a spotlight on him. So they did this so everybody sees. He attacks Foley, then disappears. And then with Finn, Finn gives his whole speech. I'm scared, but I'm never going to stop fighting. I challenge him, bomb, yeah. bomb, bomb. And... Firefly Funhouse. Wickedest twist. Like, that's the wickedest twist they can do. Like, instead of that regular WWE promos, either he's in the background talking to, like, Charlie Caruso, or they're in a split screen, Yeah. or they're talking to uh, Michael Cole in a sit-down interview. Mm-hmm. Any, any other way? Oh, or they're just by themselves in a room staring at a broken mirror. Yeah. Outside of that... Firefly Funhouse, man. That shit is crazy. Like, he responds in pretty much a TV show. Yeah. A TV show inside of a TV show. He had, um, he had Mercy and... Mercy and Rabbit and Rabbit. Yeah. And, like, he was like, yo, Finn, we love you. You're you're a fan to us, but... The Fiend, The Fiend doesn't like you. (laughs) I like that. Because, again, it plays on what he did on Twitter, where he's like... Hey, uh, Roman, I want to be friends type of thing. Oh, with Mick Foley, he actually sent out, uh, he's like, uh, hey, Mick Foley, I'm sorry, (laughs) dot, 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 but thank you, that one. Yeah. So it's like, he apologizes, because the same way, he did apologize to Finn after it. Yeah. But he's like, but we gotta, he's like, I'll apologize after, after everything. So his... So what do you think of that dynamic of what it looks like they're doing? That great. The Fiend is the wrestling, and Bray Wyatt is the promo. Yeah, because, I mean, he started out the whole character revamp with that. He was like, look, I was a real bad person, you know, but I'm a new person. Yeah. So it's he kind of, from there, it's kind of like saying, this is me here. And then he introduces The Fiend, and The Fiend is who all the puppets are afraid of. Yeah, everybody's afraid you know, of. So I like it, man. I like what they're doing. I hope they continue to do different and fun things like that. Do you think they'll keep the Bray White character only in promos and not in the live setting? Yeah. At least for the foreseeable future, for sure. You think so? For for how short far, term, how far you think? I think they're gonna let them pay per views. So at, at the at the least, a couple pay per views. You say at least by September October. Yeah. Survivor Series, probably. 
I can see them trying to do it at SummerSlam, where he actually walks out like that. But I think once he starts, I don't know. I think it's when he starts like really consistently starts coming on TV. I then he's gonna start doing that walkout type thing. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't be surprised if he did a thing where he even shows up as himself, and then lights go out. He goes under the ring, whatever but, change up. Well, as long as you have the stuff underneath, that makes sense. Because yeah. that, that's the biggest thing I was thinking. I'm like, going from that costume to this costume, it's like a change change. Yeah, unless yeah. it can fit underneath what he's wearing now There's without a, being shown. It's a lot to, you know, it's a, it's a big difference in, in, um, in his gear. I think you leave the coat under the ring. He keeps, like, the singlet that I think he's wearing. And then the pants. The pants are different, though. Pants, aren't they, like... Clown pants? That's yeah. yeah, clown pants. So it would show. That's a lot underneath the ring. So yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I was Who thinking like the pants you can keep under his pants, but without it being noticeable, that's a th- it's been very calculated so far. So I'm pretty sure they have some dope shit coming. Yeah, they know what they're gonna do. Yeah. But that doesn't stop us from trying to figure the shit out. Yeah. Well, yes. So that's pretty much wrestling. There's other shit to talk about. AEW. They got their weekly TV show now, Wednesday nights, 8 to 10. It starts October 2nd. Okay. Outside of that, we pretty much covered everything else. Yeah, Shane and Owens mm-hmm. is Shane and Owens. Shane and Owens, Shane and Owens. Yeah. I don't know. Shane tries to set him up, backfires, he gets Stone Cold stunned. Yeah. It is. But what surprised me was the pop that Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens got for clearing that ring. Yeah. And then they're like, one more time. I think I'm surprised Owens there wasn't up a t- the one more time. Why? Because if you pay attention, so Roman Superman punches, yeah, Stone Cold, boom, they scream one more time. So he picks him up. Ooh, did you see what Roman does? I wasn't paying attention. Oh, he does this. Oh, they were both supposed to one more time. Okay. but Owens okay. picked it up. Boom, stunned him one more time. Doom. Okay, and then he started screaming. And then Roman, you saw Roman was kind of like. Like, okay. and he kinda <laughs> just kind of creeped out and stood outside the ring and then Kevin walked I was like I was just like but I'm like Owen fucked it up because Roman did this because he was ready to super yeah. punch him it's not as bad but I will say this um, I can't remember which show it was but I was I texted you when I saw it because I thought it was hilarious uh, Roman was fighting I can't remember who it was he's in the corner he's gearing up to do the Superman punch and then Hobbs and Shaw yeah, right on time. <laughs> right in the corner. <laughs> right on time. WWE, well placed. Well done. They know what they're doing. Well, yeah, so yeah, that is wrestling. So now we're getting to the movies. As we spoke about last week, Comic-Con. There's only one thing to talk about. Last Friday. Marvel came out. Friday and Saturday. Gave up their whole Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Uh, was this the Saturday plan? When that was Saturday, because okay. Friday was the Russos. Did the Russos give up anything that... Was it, I think it's more. I think what they gave up was more what um, they're they're doing, not behind the, the scenes. Did you hear about um, the timeline thing or their alternate ending to Avengers or what they wanted to do with Thanos? Yes. So they want to bring Thanos, go back to the past, decapitate Captain America's head, yeah. and when he comes back to them in the future, just Rolls dash it, it and he's like, yeah. "What do you want to do?" Type thing. Yeah. That would have been crazy. It would have. They felt it still would have fit the whole storyline. It would have been crazy just to see, but yeah. I don't want to get too into that because yeah. we got this shit. So we, we've got a lot to cover in 20 minutes, 19 minutes. Marvel now. revealed their <laughs> Phase Four schedule. Yeah. Uh, so within two years, they're planning on releasing seven movies and three shows. And three shows, 
and all of them are tied in to one, which is crazy. Yeah, and and one of the shows goes directly into one of the movies. Yes. So. All right, so let's go down the list first. Uh, May 1st, 2020 is Black Widow. Yep. So with Black Widow, they say it's going to be between Civil War and, and Infinity, Infinity War. Yeah. And they're going to talk about the whole, they're going to finally get into the, um, now I forget the name of the damn city. Budapest. Budapest. They finally get into Budapest. I'm not sure if um, yes, Hawkeye's going to be in it. Yes, he's he in it. There's he's no, there's it. no way they're gonna, they're gonna lead into this movie, do some shit in Budapest, and not have Hawkeye, especially but, with that time. Well, yeah, too. yeah, but with that time, that's when Hawkeye, he had the the brace just like um Ant Man because he was a part of um Captain America. Yeah, and so he was able to go sit with his family. So I don't think we'll get any action from him. But there will be a visit and a conversation because she's still on the run. Yeah. So he can't even be seen with her. Yeah. So it's going to be one of those things, I believe. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> there will be some sort of reference, if not. But I doubt. I you can't doubt say Budapest and not have him. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. They've been building that since the first Avengers movie. So. <laughs> it's so funny. And it's crazy. That's not even a comic. Is it a comic book reference? Was there a Budapest in the comics? I don't remember. I don't believe it is a comic book reference. I think it's something they made for the movie, but. Okay. Casual fan, so, you know. Uh, the next one after Black Widow will be on their Disney Plus streaming service. Nope. Next one is Eternals. No, Fall 2020. The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. See, I keep I keep forgetting that... The TV shows. The go, TV shows yeah. are in between. Okay. That's why the Disney Plus service, the TV streaming service. So they're going to have the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Good question first before we get into that. When are they debuting... The Disney Plus, Disney Plus debut. Let's see, because they just kind of said fall. Uh, I don't remember hearing any uh, release date. Canada, November twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Okay. Yeah. And when is? It just said November, right? For. This is twenty twenty. All this stuff is twenty twenty. Oh, fall next year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So again, yeah. So twenty twenty to twenty one. So within two years, they're dropping all this shit, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. So Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think it's gonna be dope. A yeah. lot of espionage shit. Falcon's gonna have the Captain America. Captain America type suit, and which he said he already got fitted for. And then on stage, you saw how they were kind of like playing with the, the like I'm gonna. So it might even be that they share the shield. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. Uh, I don't know the timeline wise when that one is. Yeah, I don't think they. No, actually, it. it has to be right after Endgame. Yeah. Because he has the Captain America shit. So, yeah. Alright, so then after that is November 6, 2020, which is the Eternals movie. Star studded. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that they had both um, Angelina Jolie and um, uh, Selma Hayek. Yeah. Because those are two huge actresses, so. Um. Let me just go down the whole. Okay, so Angelina Jolie, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, Sama Hayek, Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, another, from ATL. Yeah, another big guy. Don Lee, Leah McHugh, and Richard Madden. He's another big one. All of them are actually big. I just don't recognize them off their names. Yeah, but and to have Sama Hayek and. Angelina Jolie in one movie to me is for Marvel. Yeah, that's, that's still big. That's a big and movie. Is that is it Keanu Reeves still possible for the Eternals? They didn't say anything, but those are the main. These are the ones that they confirmed. Right those now. are the main. 
characters of the movie. We don't even know who the... The villain is. Exactly. And also there's Lauren Ridloff joining the cast as Makari, who is the MCU's first deaf superhero. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. But yeah. So. And I think they're going to... I think they're hoping for that to kind of pop the same way Guardians pop because yeah. Eternals isn't really a huge... From what I've been hearing about with Eternals, this is the way they're going to introduce the... Um, they're going to introduce Celestials. mutants. Well, Celestials and mutants. Okay. So, when the Celestials created the Eternals, they created the Eternals... Um, I forgot the name of the race, but it's Thanos' race. The... the uh, Deviants? Yeah. Is it Deviants? Deviants? Yes. The Deviants. And then also Basic Humans. So, they created the three. The Basic Humans are pretty much what superheroes are today like they always had that gene that's why gamma ray didn't just tear them apart it created superheroes out of them yeah so in that chain that's how it's going to go towards how mutants are created okay so it's going to be able to be the way of telling it like from a history perspective without still sh- not showing yet right yeah. so um the next one after that will be shang chi which is february 12 2021 shang chi and the legend of the ten rings canadian yeah canadian actor Canadian, Chinese, Chinese, Canadian. I read um, that he actually auditioned less than a week before the reveal. Nice. So he auditioned on like the Sunday. And they're like, come, we're going to fight you on Friday. (laughs) Well, that's one way to make it feel real as fuck. Or to avoid spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. But Shang-Chi and Legend 10 Rings, so we all know about the 10 Rings. It was 10 Rings was something that they gave us. First Iron Man. Yeah, first mention was in Iron Man. Um, then uh, Iron Man 3, they delved a little deeper. Yeah. You got the fake Mandarin. Yep. And then they did the short film where you find out there is a real Mandarin. Yeah. And um, you leave that open and then you could do something like this. And this is crazy. Okay, so with Shang-Chi as a character, he's supposed to be like Master Kung Fu. He's like Bruce Lee, basically. Yeah. Um, but his storyline, from what I remember hearing or whatever, reading... Um, he was always going against his father. Like, it was like a revenge story against his father. His father was Fu Manchu. Right, but they don't own the rights to, to it. Fu Manchu. So. so it looks like they're gonna change it to him being the son of Mandarin. Yeah. So, but it's funny how he's like he's supposed to be like Bruce Lee, but you can't say Bruce Lee. They don't own the rights. They don't own the rights. So it's called so Master of Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's gonna be pretty dope. Hopefully, I with that one, it has like a lot of. Um, Kung Fu movie elements to it. Yeah. Kind of like Ip Man. Like Ip Man elements. Those type of Kung Fu. Like that yeah. type of fighting. Where it's not just like a regular like like Captain America versus Captain America fight. Dope. Yeah. But it, this has to be way different. Yeah. And I, I hope it's nothing like Iron Fist. <laughs> Iron Fist fighting. Please. Well, again. Unless, like what's her name? The girl in Iron Man. She was wicked. Well, MCU. Marvel TV. Two different... They're not even bringing them together. Yeah, it's two different. Yep. Well, I mean, from before. Yeah, like the writers of the TV show had nothing to do with the writers from the movies. So, but they tried to make it loosely based when they'd be like the the event happened. Or no, I mean, I, I just mean who's in charge. So, yeah, if you didn't like Iron Fist, it's not really a, a gonna worry about Shang Chi. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not something you would put against the MCU writers. All right. So, after Shang Chi, that was a good swap. Eddie stole that one. Yeah, we got a moth that wants... Frigger. He's a casual fan. He's not here all He's the time. a jerk. So after <laughs> Shang-Chi, it's spring 2021, WandaVision. 
which is going to be a Disney Plus uh, series. Which I'm looking forward to more now because... There's a lot that go with that. Yeah. So, with WandaVision, well, we have to just say what's next. After WandaVision... It's well, 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 we can't just skip over half of it. No, no, we're not skipping over because it, it has to get back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was going like, to get back to. It. So, yeah. WandaVision first, foremost, we got to figure out how does Vision come back. Yep. How does he come back? Hopefully, what's her name? Do, do we, Shuri. Yeah, do we get... Isn't I was going to say, do we get a Wakanda That'd be dope. trip out of it? That'd be dope. Shuri come... Think about a Disney Plus show having a trip to Wakanda. Yeah. Disney's too much. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. But yeah, so... Or maybe she just meets her in... Was it LA? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they run, they run the spot in LA. That'd be the easier way. And well, well, well... Or Vision's Oakland, body, sorry, Well, Vision's body was in Wakanda still. Yeah, but they can ship it anywhere they want to. It's Wakandans. Like, put it on the ship. Fly it out to Oakland. I wouldn't it. be surprised if, if uh, Shuri was still working. But all her stuff is over there. True. Possibly. But they have money. They could have... Time elapsed between this, they could have done whatever, but yeah, hopefully they go to Wakanda. But yeah, so with that, there's that vision part how does he fit into all this and how does he resurrect? And then also, Wanda they say they're gonna be pushing her more towards her witch side, yeah. So it's gonna be all the crazy shit, it's gonna be dope, which goes into the next one, which goes into the next one, bar. It happens <laughs> <laughs> May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange. In the multiverse of madness, it's just probably, probably what I'm looking forward to most. Yes, next to Thor four, Doctor uh, Strange, just because of this title and the yeah. villain that they have in that. Yeah, and then you add in, and they said it's going to be Marvel's Scarlet, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, and it's going to be Marvel's first horror movie. Yep, bro. When I say, you have, okay, comic book wise, you know Nightmare. I don't, but I heard I heard about it. So Nightmare. Pretty much like a Freddy Krueger. He, f- he feeds off on your dreams. Yeah. But he has all energy. So the more people have bad dreams, the more power he gets. Yeah. And he's a trip. Like, it's like... When... When Doctor Strange went through the multiverse scene, that's like... That's like nightmare. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be so trippy. That shit's going to be so trippy. And the first Doctor Strange is probably... As far as watching movies in 3D, That's I would say one. that was my favorite. Like, yeah. I don't think I've seen 3D utilized that well. Not sure. So I'm really looking forward to that um, in 3D. So then, yeah. Also, yeah. So, Doc Strange 2. After that, in the spring of 2021, which might actually come up before Doctor Strange, because May 7th really isn't spring to me, um, is the Loki Disney Plus series, yeah. which is... Not the new Loki that died. Nope. It's the Loki that, that got beat up by the Hulk <laughs> right after that. And then took the Tesseract. So storyline, I heard, is supposed to be like he's going, um, fucking up time, pretty yep. much. He's just going through time, fucking up time. Um, after that, summer 2021 is the What If animated series. And that's going to be interesting because, I mean... The MCU, even though I don't know much about the comics, but from you and other friends who have been in the comics, they've been very liberal with the history. Yeah. So they've they've kind of based things. It's kind of like movies that are based on a true story, mm. but it's not all the way, all the way yeah, true yeah, story. Yeah. So they kind of take they 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 loosely base their movies on events and series and stuff like yeah. that. So they can do. What Anything. if it's anything? What if it's anything? Like, they could do anything with these 
These, uh, so, what if joints? So. A what if could be just off of the Marvel shit. So, what if um, Tony Stark didn't build his first armor? Where would the world be? Type thing. You know what I mean? Would he yeah. have died there? Or what and if then they show the world after that? What if he stuck to being a weapons manufacturer? Yeah. What if Captain America and Iron Man were on the same side? What, would, what happened in Civil War? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they can play so many different ways, and you know, with so many theories about every movie that people are like, "Oh, this is this." Yeah. They can start taking those theories and make shows out of them. And the interesting thing about that was they had a a, a group shot of um, yeah. It says everybody's coming back yeah. except Tony Stark. Yeah, but everybody come, is coming. And back I think I think um, uh, Chris Evans wasn't in there either. Yeah, he's in there. He was? He's in there because. Okay. It's just their voice, right? It's just voice. Yeah, yeah. Because so it's, it's one, animated. Two, one, two. Yeah. It's animated, yeah. So it's one, two, one, two, and they leave. Plus, I believe that's like, they're letting him, I don't, I'm not sure which shows, but he's going to be directing a few of the episodes yeah, of different shows. Yeah, because he, he's been wanting to do uh, directing. He's he's wanted to direct um, small films. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to give him like little things to do, and I guess that's like the kind of payoff. It's like, we'll let you do this, but we still need you to do the voice. Yeah. Um, but Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr. is the only one not coming back. Yeah. Um, so after What If, Fall 2021, is the Hawkeye TV show. Yep. Um, this one, they say, is going to focus... He's going to be more of the Ronin character, but he's also going to be training, I believe, um, Kate Bishop. Yeah. Which is the Hawkeye, or the young Hawkeye in the comic books. Yeah. So that's another one. Which is which, probably... And it's funny where that's placed in the lineup, because in this phase there's no avengers movies so Not at all that sets up for young, avengers, young avengers possibly in phase five or young six. wise you look they have shang chi yep they'll have young or kate bishop they'll have spider-man um oh monica Falcon. rambo Mo- oh yeah rambo is, is um what movie is she in she's in one of them not falcon winter soldier black widow no is it black widow I think it's Hawkeye. It might be Hawkeye. I believe it's Hawkeye. Let me check. Oh, I'll figure that out. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a Monica Rambo. It might be grown up. Will be. Yeah. On the shit, and then the last one for Phase Four would be Thor Four: Love and Thunder. Can't wait. Uh, they're bringing back Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. Who so now that who's going to there's that rumor that there's going to do the female Thor. Yep. The woman Thor. Um, Valkyrie is going to have. She's like. She's a lesbian. She's a lesbian, so she's going to have. What they say? They had an interview with her, and they're like. She said she's the king, so she's got to find a queen. queen. Yes. So it's going to be somebody out there. It could be another Valkyrie because Valkyries aren't just one. It's supposed to be a group of them. Yep. So you never know. So, that is all Phase 4, but then... It's like Black Widow. That is not everything. It's not everything. Blade... So, Blade's not going to be in this phase. It's going to be in the next one. Next one. Okay. So, they announced... Well, they got Mahershala. You know how long it took me to learn his name? All week I've been saying his name. <laughs> Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Made him come out and says, Yo, it looks like you got your own hat. Pulled the hat out. He's the new Blade. Yeah. How'd you feel knowing he was a new Blade and they weren't going back to Wesley Snipes? Um, I never really got into the Blade movies. I could appreciate it, but it wasn't really my thing. Um, I actually just saw today Wesley Snipes put out a 
uh, statement about it. Yeah. And he seems to be all good with it. Like, said, hey, sometimes that's how the business works. That's what it is. Peace to Mahersha Ali. And um, he says, hopefully, there'll be something where they work together. I, I personally think it just means, hey, I'm going to make a cameo in there. You could. I think it's going to I feel no way. That'd be dope, actually. They're doing multiverse anyway, right? Yeah, why not? So they can throw them in any time. What but if? There it is. Like, what if you can do anything? <laughs> and also, that isn't even the last thing he hinted at. We didn't even get to talk about mutants. We didn't yeah. even get to talk about Fantastic Four. We didn't get to talk about Guardians 3. Yep. Um, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? I was just thinking of it while I was talking about Thor, and then I just forgot it. There was another one that he brought up. It wasn't Ant-Man and Lost. It wasn't Ant-Man. There was another one, but yeah. Yeah, they're going in. So Marvel, they took a little break. This has probably been the biggest break we've had without Marvel movies. There's there's so much that's going to be in Phase 4, and they didn't even get to Phase 5. Oh, Black Panther 2. No, Black Panther 2. They didn't talk about Black Panther 2. Yeah. That was the other one. Think about that. So Spider-Man <laughs> came out when? We'll say the beginning of this month? May. May. No. Yeah, it was this month. So July 2nd. From July 2nd to May 1st, 2020, there's no Marvel shit. Yeah. That's a big break. That's... But it's needed, though. Yeah. It's needed. You got... um. You had Captain Marvel... Oh, and Captain Marvel 2. They yeah. didn't even talk about Captain Marvel 2. You had Captain Marvel, Endgame, and Spider-Man all within about four months. So, yeah, you kind of need that. Uh, I don't know. I can keep going with these superhero movies. Like, but you don't, way. You, don't, you don't want the fatigue. You don't want the superhero fatigue. Oh, also, before we finish out movies, Endgame finally surpassed Avatar. Did it? They yep. did it? Yep. They did Fucking it. Um, they're so assholes. Uh, Don't they own Avatar too? Doesn't uh, Disney, yeah. Disney own? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so jerks. And the funny thing about it is um, uh, Zoe Saldana mm-hmm. in both movies. Go ahead, Zoe. Make your money. Hopefully she getting a lot of that back end. Well, she got some back end. <laughs> there was no pause in that. Not at all. <laughs> there was none in that. Oh, oh yeah, Monica Rambo. Um, she's gonna be in Wandavision. Sorry. Okay. So, the young Monica Rambo from Captain Marvel is gonna be in Wandavision, as an older. That's pretty dope. Okay. Don't know if she's gonna have any powers. Not sure. She might just be a fighter, pilot, like her mother. And Captain Marvel. We'll see. Had, her mother had some back end too. She was bad. She wasn't Renee Michelle, but she was bad. <laughs> but yeah, so that's our movies. Yeah. Spent 20 minutes straight releasing that's going to be funny because oh, usually yeah. I cut it up like three minutes. No, no. 20 minutes. Yeah. This is the San Diego Comic Con we're speaking about. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to go into our random shit. Poor DC. Oh, I got to run outside real quick. This is for the G's and this is for the hustlers. This is for the hustlers. Now back to the G's. Freeze. At ease. Now let me drop some more of them keys. It's 199 Trey. Think about that. 25 years ago. 
I was 11, listening to Snoop Dogg. Like, my mom had no cares in the world. None. Yeah, my mom wasn't having that. I couldn't even listen to D'Angelo's first album. Yo, I remember showing my mom D'Angelo's first album. Shit, that motherfucker came out. I had to show that one. I couldn't. The, no, I had to. The reason I had to show shit damn motherfucker to my mom what was up? to show somebody swearing in a song that with a rap. point. No, that wasn't rap. Oh, okay. With a point. Infected. How do you even pronounce that? Infected root. What Infected up? Infected root, okay. What up, Raul? And Raul. What up, Auntie? Up? Auntie Lori. But yeah, so. Yeah, the whole thing about that was like he was swearing with a purpose. How are you doing? It was like, if you were in that situation, what else can you say? You would say, hey, get out of my room and get out of my woman. But he did all that. He did. And then he went to jail. To the point he didn't even realize. He was outside. Why am I full up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he went black. He was just shit. Damn. It was like, shit. What happened? Damn. Motherfucker. Like, it was so perfect. I had to show my mom. I'm like, this makes sense. It's not a bullshit thing. It's not just... Swearing like my motherfucking dick. Like, it wasn't just foolishness, you know? Yeah, my mom wasn't having it. No, there my was, mom wasn't having it. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there, was, there was no way uh, I was getting past that one. Becca, what's up? What up, Dom? No, my mom wasn't having it. I tried. <laughs> you tried it, too. <laughs> I tried. She just um, kind of laughed at me. So, so you wanted to talk about this battle rap movie you saw. Yes. I'm interested in hearing about it. All right, so you guys are familiar with battle rap movies. The pinnacle battle rap movie is Eight Mile, which is not really a battle rap movie. It's more of a, it's more of a, a coming of age story that has a lot of battle, battle rap, rap in, in it. it. Yeah, I can take that. Um, but it's it's what people most associate. Scotia and Gem, what's up? What most people associate with battle rap. So right. To me, it was like there was so much heavy battle rap, and it was good battle rap. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't just like movie battle rap. It was good that. It was like, all right, cool. Eminem's attention to detail and and setting the the scene for the time um, really stood out. What's up, Wesley? Exactly, yeah. So, Robbie, hope everything's good with your dad, bro. That's all that shit. Not good. What up, Tilly? How's it going, Wesley? How you doing? Well, yeah. So, with the Eight Mile. Oh, so this other movie I saw, Versus. It's on Netflix if you want to check it out. Okay. It's based in the UK. Okay. But it's pretty much that thing. So the main character, what well, a Wesley, casual fan. So the main character is a guy, in, I forget his name. Yeah, I forget his name. But anyways, he's a, a foster kid. So he was jumped around from house to house. Okay. He meets a girl who's a part of the, the battle scene. He goes into the battle scene, watches it. Um, the main guy, played by Shoddy Horror. Shout out to Shoddy Horror. Is like, yo, this guy's a punk. What the fuck are you doing here? The guy in the parking lot says a two twos, get some good. So now they're enemies, whatever. He's, he's got to avenge himself. Right. So then the girl's like, she's like one of the main promoters, people doing it. So she's like, we gotta get you a battle. So she gets him in a battle, starts winning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, something happens with them, him and the girl. Actually, hold on. So he keeps winning. Sorry, it just hit me. <laughs> He's going back and forth, me and his real mom. You know, home problems. So, he keeps dating girls that... Um, that shoddy guy, the shoddy character was dating. So, he's getting punked. 
gets his hair. He like he meets his mom. There's just like a lot of shit goes down in his life at one time where he just like fuck. Canyon official. Oh, what up, lady? Lady Cannon. I said lady. Lady Cannon. But yeah. So, in the end, not in the end, but so the big part is he gets into a battle with a girl that he notices that the girl who helped him is dating on the low. Okay. So he exposes them as lesbians, which on their tape and everything. So he makes her come out pretty much to her old family without anything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she's vexed. They get vexed. Um, and what he did, it kind of fucked up the whole scene because, no, after he outed her, a big fight happened and they started fighting him. Um, the shoddy horror characters beat him up. Okay. And that fucking made the um, venue person get pissed, kicked him out. So he kind of like fucked up the whole league. So they were pissed at him. So they got in a fight. Yeah. I feel I feel like every time you mention something, I have to like give the real life battle rap scene equivalent. Because that happened, an actual fight happened in a battle uh, with Disaster and Math Hoffa. And they, yes, yes, And yes. it was like, that was one of the things that got Math Hoffa's career set back because he got banned. Right. He and did. then there's another instance where a fight uh, broke out. Um, on stage, and after that, it was hard to get venues to do battle rap. So right. that's why the URL is doing a lot of stuff in different cities now. You know, Mary, what's up? And more likely, it had something to do with that that story. It's a it's a movie. It's a movie called Versus off on Netflix. Okay. So, so all that shit happens. So he finally goes up to the shoddy horror guy and is like, "Yo, dude, like." Let's do something. Like, people want to see us battle. Like, the whole movie, Shadi's been ducking him. Like, I'm not not battling this guy. Mm -hmm. And he's just ducking everybody. I'm not battling. So, in their conversation, he learns that Shadi's like, I'm not just like, he's like, it's different to you right now. You're just battling. This shit puts food on my table. If I lose, I lose money. Yeah. So, he's like, I'm not just going to go out there and do the shit. And they have their conversation. And they're like, you know what? He's like, you know what? Let's do this battle and save the league type thing. So they're like, oh, Shoddy Horror does this big video, like, yo, we're going to take it to the streets, whatever, whatever, meet us down by the pier. So they go down to the pier, big crowd, whatever, whatever, and it's the big main battle. What up, Neil? So it's the big battle. So in that battle, he starts getting personal. Like, Shoddy Horror goes and gets personal, like, starts, what up? He's one of the most disrespectful guys in battle rap. He was, but he's nice. He's, he's, he was he's, talking about how <laughs> the guy is a foster child, nobody wants him, his What's mother up, didn't want him. Just a whole bunch of shit going in, going in, going in as battle rappers should. Camille, what's up? What up, Camille? Long time. But yeah, it's just going in, going in as battle rappers should. So the other, so the main character starts going, starts going back at him. And he's like, he started going in on him personally, but then he stops and he's like, you know what? That's what got me in trouble last time. So he's just like battles him normally type thing. Mm-hmm. And then he calls in the girl that the other guy's been ducking and bomb, bomb, bomb. That's the that's the big moment in the end. He makes up with his mom, blah, 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 and that's the movie. Okay. So that's my whole thing. I'm like, is this made up in battle rap, or is there actually, like, a battle rapper who has that story where they came up from, we'll say, nothing, Foster, whatever, whatever it is, came up, battled, lost, or did something that set back their whole career, and then they came back, came back a hero type thing. Not much, Wesley. Uh, maybe a glass. Like, lately it's been like a glass if I'm going to have one in the evening. And then on the weekend, probably Friday. Or on Saturday, 
On the love, nobody there. knows. It's Wine Wednesday. So make sure you do have your wine. If Trace has his. Yeah. Well, if drink, not, drink responsibly. As usual. As always. Me. And then I'm on my coconut Red Bull because this shit is fucking awesome. And we're not sponsored. Not sponsored, uh, but, but I still he, showed it. He knows it. Um, and of course, Sunday is Shock Club, so. Yeah. What up, James? But yeah, I mean, in battle rap, I mean, you got you got a lot of different stories in battle rap, so. This is the Shock Club. No, yeah. this is Casual Fan. This is Casual Fan. Shock Club is subsidiary. Sunday. Weed is... Wednesday. <laughs> I should have shown that on camera. This shows it outside of Canada as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is um, the Casual Fan, and then on. What up, guys? Then on Sunday is the actual Shock Club podcast. So. I'm always smiling. I'm always smoking. I think it's smiling. I like my style. Melissa, what's up? I like my style too. Trace is about to start and steal my style too. No, I don't even worry about that. We're in Canada. If they see it there, they don't know what you're talking about. You can be proud of me for being a cigarette smoker. Bro, <laughs> I love that you're smoking cigarettes all the time. <laughs> what kind are those? Players? Belmonts? <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But Battle Rap's got a lot of different characters. It's got a lot of different um, stories. I know a lot of people don't really watch Battle Rap. It's very niche. It is. Um, but but movies like that will make you, like, we'll say 8 Mile made people go check out Battle Rap. Yeah. 8 Mile actually helped re- bring a resurgence to Battle Rap. Yeah. Uh, Lady Cannon official says, I can't say that the only setbacks I've had were in life and had nothing to do with what music. What up, Ariel? But what yeah, up, Carlito? Had a lot to do with my music because I get to tell my story through it, but no, I haven't been through that. No. But then again, the, I'm not a battle rapper. That's, yeah, just with the battle rap movies, it was just, I don't know much about their culture itself to know that. Like, when we look at hip-hop movies, we can say, like, 8 Mile as an example. We could assume that's Eminem's story. Eminem mm-hmm. was raised that way. Yeah. We look at, 8 Mile was my intro to it. See? A lot of people, yeah. 8 Mile was that intro. It was such a huge movie. Um, what other one like 50 Cent's movie Get Rich or Die Trying you knew it was 50 Cent you know yeah. you know like everything had a story even what was the shit bodied. I can't believe I forgot not Bodied no I've never seen Bodied that's why I didn't bring that up okay. but the old Def Jam movie I called it the Def Jam movie because oh, Russell was in the it the show no no before that the first one when they when they show the part where LL Cool J when they first meet LL Crush Cool Groove. J Crush Groove Crush Groove that you. you can tell that had to do with like the history you know yeah. but Battle Rap the way this what up, Carlito? But battle rap, the way that those movies are placed, I want to know, does that actually happen? Like, do people actually have that big feel-good moment? And, like, actual battle rap? Yeah, like, is there any artist that you can say, oh, that story is this guy's story? Um, It's still pretty... Like, battle rap right now is at a point where guys are making money, like, big money, so it's... It's still relatively new as far as it being a huge business. Right. I mean, if you want to say guys who got the feel-good movie in the end, probably Mook, because Mook can command like 50 grand per battle. Right. Or Loaded Lux can get 30 or 40. So maybe you guys should make a battle rap movie. Eh, I don't know about that. Have you seen Bodied? Um, I watched the first scene of Bodied and... Honestly, it felt a little cringeworthy. Even though it was Big T battling, and Big T is an official battle rapper, and they have 
um, many more battle rappers in it. But I guess the way it kind of they set it up, it just it felt like a parody. So um, I wasn't I wasn't really into it. You said, where can we find a battle rap scene? There's enough. Toronto has oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. KOTD. KOTD. Um... Oh, shit. I just forgot about them already. Ground Zero? Not Ground Zero. But, yeah, it's they're, they're, they're a part of... Yeah. No, they're... there's another one. Um, shit. I forget them. But there's a whole bunch. If you look it up, you'll find them. Heard mixed reviews. Yeah. Um, what's his name did it? Um, Joseph Kahn did it. Joseph Kahn did Bodied. And there was um, there was a lot of battle rappers in it, like official battle rappers. Loaded Lux was in it. Hollow the Dawn was in it. Disaster was in it. Um, What's his name? Well, Eminem pretty much put money behind it, right? Yeah, Eminem is a producer. But so, yeah, I don't know. The first the first scene felt cringeworthy, and I was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just me. Sorry, right, still. But yeah, if you've seen Body, tell me what you thought about it. Yeah, I know. That was my biggest thing about Battle Rap. I wanted to know, is that truly, like, based on a true story, or is this, like, just a really good written story? Like, It might have been, it might have been, um, Shadi Hara, but I don't really know a story like that, so. That's true. Yeah, if you guys don't know, we're talking about the movie. Wesley said he wants a shirt. Oh, this whole thing? Price the Boss, what's up? What up, Price? 7 OG, yeah, man. Actually, I'm about to put out a whole new shit, a 7 OG, so stay tuned for that. And a shot club shirt, not a shit club. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Stratus? Stratus, what's happening? But yeah. Um, What else is there? Battle rap movies. I don't think it was going to take 20 minutes. Um, Well, we spoke about it last week. What Um, up, what up, what up? Miss Sweets, what's up? Uh, we spoke about it last week, and I know you haven't heard it because you have no intention of listening to it. Um, what did you guys think of the Nas album if you heard it? I heard it, and um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. There was a few joints that I didn't really care for, but other than that... Um, I saw mixed reviews. I saw people say they like it, and then I saw... But honestly, the people I see who say they like liked it we're like those like super hip hop fans, like the super like I just love '90s music. They don't care about nothing else. Um, but the ones who didn't, they were more like I was expecting more. I'll say this: comparing it to the first Lost Tapes, I don't think it was as strong. What up, Miss Sweets? I don't think it was as strong. But again, this is this is the stuff that should have been on Nas's albums. Over the years. So, even if you really liked it, it just shows he should have put Me that... Too, Miss Sweets. He should have put that shit on the albums that they were intended for. So, I, I, it's... How like... It's weird in a sense. How many songs on the album, you say? That I liked? No, how many songs on the album? Oh, 16. Total? How many you like? I liked about 13 of them. So, and I'm not saying these songs were like amazing like the last song to me was the best song. like when i heard it i was just like how did he leave this off the album but then again that's the point of the album it's like that to me that's the critique of the album if these songs are so good why did they get left off the album when he gets mixed reviews every time he comes out mm-hmm, with an album yeah. so 
I Wesley, know. one of the best rappers ever, hands down. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I just, I don't find he has the best albums. Yeah. That's just the way I feel. I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, he came out with the, the scat rap joint. Anyone who can call out Jay-Z and get away with it is a boss. Truthfully, he didn't call out Jay-Z. He called out Memphis Bleak. <laughs> then Jay-Z got at him. And then he just did what he did. Yeah. They just, uh, Nas is Nas like, wicked, wicked songwriter, wicked on features. Does what he does, but I'm just not a fan of all his albums. Like after it was written, I've had, I had, a, I've had an expectation. Like I know listening to Nas music now, he does it because he enjoys it. Yeah, he's not looking for those hits anymore. He's not worried about being the grimiest dude. Of course, Stratus. Call Yourself a Gun, big song. But I can't say I love the whole album. And that's Stillmatic, right? Stillmatic, I Can, Got Yourself a Gun, um, Last Real Nigga Alive. No, Last Real Nigga Alive was Godson. That's Godson? Yeah. I love that song. That was so beautiful, the way he wrote that. Yeah. Um, what else is on um, Stillmatic? Well, Stillmatic. The intro. Um, Which wasn't... That one was decent. Which uh, which was co-produced by Benzino. Hangman Three. Benzino. Hangman Three. Whether you like Benzino or not, Hangman Three was dope. Got a lot of good ones. Yeah. I mean, with with Nas, it's hit or miss, and for an artist of his caliber, it shouldn't be hit or miss, and that's that's the problem I have. You're, oh, sorry. Talking about albums. You hear what's the name's coming out with the new one? Lady Cannon official says I'm a bigger fan Nas fan over Jay Z. I can't say that. You definitely can't say that. I'm a bigger Jay-Z fan. What's up, Sirkan? What up, Sirkan? Sirkan, I tried. <laughs> You're saying? Uh, yeah, so speaking about albums, what's-his-name is dropping his newest album, Rick Ross? Or yeah. Miami 2? I like the, the new joint with Swiss that Just Blaze did. Dope track. Really dope track. I haven't heard anything about it. Well, there was one song that stuck out to everybody. Where it's called Maybach Music 6, featuring Lil Wayne and Pusha T. So you got them both on the track. Now, the question is, do they have prior knowledge of this happening? So Rick Ross, they asked him, and no, they did not. He just said he felt like doing it, so he sent the Pusha, sent to the Wayne... They had no clue who was going to be on the track. Is this a stomp moment? They're not dissing each other. Bro, stomp? I love that song. I was so vexed that when they put it out, they took off T.I.'s verse. Who did they put on for T.I.? It was Young Buck, Ludacris, and um, they took T.I. off. I thought T.I. was on it. No, T.I. was on the, the, original? the original release, but when the album released, they put someone else on it. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, I remember the the version with Ti and Ludacris. That shit was, oh my god, I love that shit. Yeah, I love that. You you know the story to that one, like how that happened. About him getting taken off? No, no, no. Well, he got taken off because he got like, like I guess um, Ti might have said something like, "Yo, you're gonna have to take off my verse or his verse." <laughs> and at the time, Ludacris was, was running Luda, shit. So, so took off Ti. 
But yeah, so what happened was he got T.I. on the track first. Heard T.I. dissing Ludacris and was like, yo, I can't just put this out, yo. I gotta give this to Luda. So he showed Luda. Luda's like, cool. Bet. Bet. Let me do the third verse. <laughs> and get off the T.I.P. of my dirt. Yo, Ludacris yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Ludacris is... Was that was that the verse where Ti said he said something and then he said that now that's ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. That's when he said that's ludicrous. Yeah. So, but this is 04, So like Ti wasn't the Ti we know now, and he wasn't the star he is now. No. So I love both of them. That's a tough one. It's like Pac versus Biggie. I got Pac. So Pac versus Biggie. That's like it all depends what Every, you're asking. Everybody's got this whole thing where Pac is better than Biggie at this and Biggie's better than. <laughs> It doesn't have to be a thing where you like one over the other. No, just if you have to pick one. No, I don't. I'm not picking one. You see, no. I feel no. Like, Why? to me, it's like, okay, if I'm talking about a better rapper, it's Biggie. Biggie's I, just a better rapper. I don't, I don't understand this. But if we're going to talk about a better writer or deeper content or even a bigger figure in hip hop. I can't say deeper. I can't say Biggie had deeper content than Pac. No, I'd say Tupac. I'd say Tupac was that. But when we're talking about rap, like when you get on the beat and your flow was wicked, boom boom, that's big. Like big can rap. He can outflow Pac. There's times Pac, Pac is off beat. But with his message, you don't even care. But big but see the thing is you, you can't you can't really do that. Like Here's here's one of the things I say. Snoop Dogg isn't the best lyricist. No. No? But is he one of the best rappers ever? Yeah. Okay, so but then... That has to so do then, his flow. Okay, but then you can't compare him to somebody else and say, who would you pick, this person or that person? It's, uh, my whole thing is, what are you asking? If you're talking about greatest of all time, all-around rapper, influence and everything, Tupac. I guess. Tupac, like everything. If you're talking all-around... But if you're talking about just being able to spit, freestyle, get on the beat, get on the track, that's big. Just, I don't know. Pac just had like, when Pac was talking, you listened. When Big was rapping, you vibed. I don't know. Oh, man. So, Pac and Big. So, like, rap to me. You know, you know, it's funny because when I first got into hip hop, I didn't know about regions. Mm. So I didn't know who was East Coast, West Coast. This, I was listening to a grab bag of a bunch of. I was listening to New York rappers, Midwest rappers, West Coast yeah. rappers, Southern rappers, and I didn't know there was this. All divide. that mattered was rap. All that mattered was rap. Yeah, it was the same way. Like I swear, every week. Oh, our twenty minutes is up, but we'll finish this a bit. So every week, Dwight would be at the store and getting a new tape. Mm-hmm. So it didn't matter who the tape was. It was just what was the new rap tape that came out. Did you like it or did you not like it? I liked it. I, but no, no, I'm saying when you when you listen to the music, it was did you like it or not? It yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't depending yeah, yeah, yeah. on where they were from or nothing you know, at all. It yeah, was just, it was just did you like, like it or not? I remember he had the Bush Babies. I was just listening to a Bush Baby song today. Like, truly, like, you had to be into hip-hop to listen to Bush Babies. You know what I mean? Like, he's the reason I was into Funk Dubious. They're not not household names. No. Funk Dubious, um, 
Shit, ah. Uh. Oh, oh, group home. Yes, group home. Group home, yeah. Oh, my God. When I hear people talk about group home now, they're like, yo, they're the worst rappers. They are, they are. What? No, they are the worst rappers to have a classic hip-hop album. My man. Who's my favorite DJ? DJ Scratch. Nobody's better than DJ Scratch. When it comes to cutting and scratching. We spoke about this on... on uh, I was going to say, what category are we talking about? When it comes to cutting and scratching, nobody's better than DJ Scratch. Um, Unless you're going to say Q-Bert or... Uh, my favorite radio DJ? I would say would have been... Like, that I've grown up all, all time, Funk Flex. Funk Flex in the 90s. Kathy, what's up? He had always, he always had all the, what up, Kathy? He had all the hits, all the time. But, if you're talking Canadian. Hip-hop beats. You mean producer? Our favorite producer. <sighs> you know what? It's a tie between Jay Diller and Rizzo. I'm trying to think what producer, whenever he drops... I would say. Mm. Oh. Primo. Primo and Timbaland. Premier is your favorite producer? Yeah. Which is weird. It is weird. <laughs> it is, is weird. weird. For a guy that doesn't like Illmatic. But you have to listen. Weird. Like, when it comes like Three songs. Three songs on Illmatic is produced by... Um, Oh, I didn't say I didn't like songs on it. I just don't understand why people say it's the greatest album like Nas has ever made. Like, Jay Dilla, yeah. Jay Dilla and RZA are my favorite. I what? can't. Illmatic is the greatest album Nas has ever made. No, it was written. It's I will I I've said this before. I think it was written as a more well-rounded album, but as far as impact on the culture, it's not even close. Illmatic. Oh, if you're talking... Oh, okay. Grove, what's up? You just made the Illmatic and it was written argument the same way we talked about the Big and Pock argument. Not really. You said well-rounded category. You'd say it was written. I'm, I'm but st- influential, like well-rounded, I say, big. Most influential on the, on the whole thing, Tupac. Okay. Illmatic. Okay. But I can yeah. accept that. So that is our time. Jay Dilla is one Jay of the Dilla. best for sure. He doesn't know who Jay Dilla is. I know who Jay Dilla is. It just no. I can I'll I'll I respect what he does. I can make a play this for him with Dilla shit, and he probably wouldn't even know that it was Dilla that made it. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Dilla didn't get credited for a lot of the things. No, that stuff he did. Yeah, yeah, true. That's true. But that's it. That's our time. But yeah. Thanks for joining us. This has been the Casual Fan. Shot Club Podcast. We'll be back this Sunday. Ian Andre? Ian Andre is our guest. Yep. So, yes. Tune in live Sunday, 7-ish. We'll be there. What up, Bree? Oh, yeah. So, yep. Tune in shotclubpodcast.com this Sunday. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell to stay notified. And, yeah, you'll see us. 
casual fan. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate up, it. Done though. Alright. Alright. Bless up. Peace. Back to the cheese. At ease. Now let me draw some more of them keys. One man, nine trace, so let me just say.